from the Black Swan Media Studios, deep inside a secret underground bunker. We're speaking to freedom-loving patriots from all around the country and the world. Welcome to the resistance. This is John Crump, live. Live. And we are back starting another weekend, the last week of, uh, not the last week, the last couple days of October, then we're into November, tomorrow's Halloween. So I hope everyone is ready to get their Halloween on, whether you wear a costume or have kids. It's going to be a lot of fun. I spent the whole weekend doing Halloween stuff and with my kids. So yeah, we carved some pumpkins and it was really cool. I am joined by my co-host, Flying Rich. Grumpy! When are you ever going to get your soundboard hooked up? Uh, when I'm done cleaning my office, because I, I found it again. Okay, well, that's probably not going to happen. So, let's go ahead and bring on our guest. He is known as Fit and Fire from YouTube. What is up? Do you want to be called Fit? Do you want to be called Fire? Do you want to be called... What do you want to be called? You could just say, oh, hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. Hey. Well, I know everybody. Yeah, some people don't like to be referred to by their YouTube name, by their real names. And and then Crump has Tourette's and then just says their real name when they tell them not (laughs) to use their. (laughs) Yeah, I I do that a lot. Well, nobody cared who I was until I took the mask off. And then it doesn't matter anymore because I'm on several, several watch lists at this point. So (laughs) who cares? (laughs) (laughs) Aren't we all? (laughs) Aren't we all? (laughs) that it's actually a hundred percent true uh on that comment is uh i <laughs> uh it very embarrassingly back in 2017 before i even got onto youtube and started doing my thing uh i actually went through a tsa um security checkpoint at a at a um airport with a loaded magazine in my carry-on by accident and uh that was yeah that was kind of a that was an ordeal. So I've um, done that. Interesting. This is this is here's the efficiency of government government bureaucracy, if I could even say the word correctly. Um, so that happened in 2017. Uh, went through the whole situation. You know, explained my situation. They brought the um, airport police over. They took a statement. Uh, he's like, "Look, man, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cite you or anything. Just I, I can tell that it's an honest mistake. Just if you want your magazine back, you'll have to come." and get it from the police station next week. I was like, you can have it. I don't even care. Got onto the, got into the plane, went wherever, came back. Um, I was told by the uh, police officer, don't be surprised if you get a letter in the mail from the TSA asking for some money, they're going to fine you. And I was like, okay, went on my trip, came home, didn't hear anything. Month goes by, didn't hear anything. A year goes by, didn't hear anything. Four years later, so that happened in 2017. In 2021, I get a letter in the mail from the TSA saying, "Hey, so you did this thing, and um, you can't you can't be a part of TSA pre-check anymore." So, um, thanks. And that was the end of it. I was like, <laughs> "It took you guys four years to get through this." <laughs> hey, uh, you know they're TSA. Yeah. I, all right. So I was flying, I was doing consulting and I was flying out, you know, like Sunday in the wee hours of the morning or, or sometime Monday morning, flying back Thursday night. So I was, you know, two flights a week for a number of years. And I, I had two gigs in St. Louis back to back. And the, the TSA guy, it, honest to God, I want to get like a black dildo about this big and put it in my carry-on because so now i the company i worked for they pay for no checked bags so i had to fit a week's worth of you know collared shirts and slacks in a carry-on and along with like my tech backpack you know laptop chargers this that and so it's like tight I don't want to say it would explode if you unzipped it, but you know, it. <laughs> yeah. so the guy like starts rooting through it, pulling everything out. And then like, he couldn't find anything and then walks away. I'm like, put it back. 
He's like, no, you have to. I'm like, no, you took it apart. You put it back. <laughs> I'm like, this is only a couple of years ago. I'm like, oh, look, there's been a lot and you better go after him. Make sure you get him. I'm yeah. like, you. Uh, yeah, don't don't get me going on these guys. Oh, I, yeah, it's like definitely. they were delivering pizza a week ago. You know, the, it's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it, it, it's a, it's. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to get started, so. <laughs> yeah, at least they have an advanced to, you know, ATF and FBI levels that they can only solve crimes that they commit themselves <laughs> or set up themselves. 100%. Hey, man, they don't they don't actually solve a lot of those crimes. I mean, well, look at the, look at the, what of what it, the, uh, uh, look at, look how they couldn't solve who had the, the drugs in the White House. Exactly. The Secret Service. Exactly. The most surveilled building in the world. No, they well, out with the cocaine come on. Camera. I mean, let's let's be frankly honest with you. If we're if we're being on the level, no jokes. Th- that is a complete cover up. Like you said, it's the most surveilled building in the world. They know exactly who it is. They've probably got fingerprints all over that type of stuff, and they can't release that information because if they do, then it gives credence to all the other shenanigans going on. Ray Charles seeing eye dog. Could solve that case. You, you mean you mean Hunter Biden? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's freaking crazy. <laughs> so meanwhile, meanwhile they're going to throw Trump in jail for life and take all of his property because he overvalued Mar-a-Lago, and they're saying, "Oh, it was only worth like two or three million. Meanwhile, you can look at Zillow and properties half the size, not even you know positioned like on the same street. With, you know, both, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, you got oceanfront and you have uh, intercoastal frontage is is like two, two to three times as much as what New York is saying he overvalued his front. It's like, you're kidding me. It, and that's, that's one of those things. If Nancy Pelosi tripled the value of a property to get a loan on it and paid it back, there was no victim of the crime. There were no fines, late fees. She didn't take money from the bank. I could care less. I. But Nancy Pelosi has been in office, well, was in office for how many decades? And no, how she still is. She's much... not the one that died. Uh, no, well, Nancy... unless there's, do you know something we don't? No, she didn't die. Nancy Pelosi, uh, she retired. So. You're, you're, I think you're thinking of uh, who died. Feinstein. Uh, Feinstein. I'm, I'm yeah. making a Feinstein joke, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's definitely interesting. Uh, I, I don't even know, man. So tell everyone who you are, by the way. You didn't even get to that. <laughs> now that we're 10 minutes in. Oh, yeah. So, hey, guys, how is everything doing? Uh, you can find me on uh, YouTube as fit and fire i am a army vet of 11 years active duty uh spent two years in active duty transitioning from enlisted to officer um so 13 years collectively in the system um once i got out in 2013 i was kind of kicked around to try to figure out what i was going to do with my life and uh got further and further into personal defense type of stuff, concealed carry, and uh, had a lot to say about it, very opinionated. And so a buddy of mine said, hey, you should start a YouTube channel. And so I put one together in 2017 and have been doing that ever since. Um, Really big into hitting the gym as much as I possibly can um, and just trying to cause a ruckus as much as I possibly can on social media. Um, Interesting side note, you guys might be – from a public standpoint, I've done some things on social medias and stuff like that, but, um, starting November 1st, I'm launching a podcast. Um, it is called live, laugh, LARP, and it's going to be basically the background information for all of the videos that I do with my cameraman, Hefe. We're just going to sit down and we're just going to hash out all the different things that all the, all the tism rants that we have, while we're at the range, we're like, you know, this is some really good material. We should, we should put this into a podcast. And so we're going to have, um, you know, hour long segments twice a month, 
talking about a variety of different things and trying to have fun along the way. So um, that's that's who I am. That's what I do. And uh, thanks for having me on. Oh, well, thanks for coming. Were you an Iraq veteran? Oh, could not make it this year. Once again, it seems that every single year that uh, IRAC veteran comes up is the perfect time for life to go sideways. So unfortunately, I had some family things to take care of and had uh, um, luckily get a refund on my air flight. <laughs> oh, so, wow. yeah, I, I, I've, I've learned uh, from uh, shot show a couple of years ago uh, that you insure your flights to all of these types of things so that if something comes up you can at least get your money back on your flight so. yeah. yeah a couple of years ago i got covid when i was leaving for shot and i tried to get my money back and i was like yeah, i have covid here's the test and they're like well the doctor didn't say that you couldn't fly <laughs> Yeah. What? Um, wait, wait, you had, did you have insurance? Yeah, I had insurance. And they said, well, you know, you didn't buy the any reason insurance. You bought for the medical, the medical insurance. I was like, but I had COVID. They're like, well, the doctor didn't state that you couldn't fly. Hey guys, I'm sorry. I have, I have a phone call I have to take real quick. Uh, talk amongst yourselves. It'd just be a second. I'm sorry. Right, no problem. No problem. So, John, um, there might be a doctor in your family that could write you a note. Yeah, but I was just, I, it, it was too late. They didn't get back to me until they said it, and it's expired, and it took you too long. Oh, shoot. See, I, I try to fly Southwest wherever I go, because one, I have a Southwest card, and two, they just have, like, the cheapest ticket you can get on Southwest, they'll just give you a credit. Yeah, so, well, you know, you don't make it, boom, you cancel, they'll give you a credit. Southwest, like, people bitch about Southwest because you don't get assigned seating. I, I love Southwest. I don't care. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I prefer the assigned seating. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Doesn't matter to me. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, uh, it's my, I guess, my autism or whatever bugs me. <laughs> but not having assigned seating. Um, Uh-oh. I, I don't know what this means, Christy. She's a member of a special club on Frontier. Um, I, I think that goes along with Friends Don't Let Friends Fly Lawn Furniture and Friends Don't Let Friends Fly Frontier. Interesting. Interesting. We got a German comment here. <laughs> All right. So... Bob wants a mic with a hardware mute button. I have a, a hardware mute button right here. I, I mean, you got a audio panel. Yeah. That. Yeah, exactly. I, I guess I use my cell phone, so the hardware mute button is pulling the cord out for the mic. Then we would just go to the phone mic. All right. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, work never ends sometimes, <laughs> especially on Monday. For the mic, then I would just go to the phone. Like, yeah. What is that paragraph in Sometimes, German? Especially oh on Monday. I can read it if you want. Like, it's it's spam. In German on it's, on yeah, I can read it if you want. Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's just spam, um, basically. But ich habe ihr Profil gesehen und Gast, die sie es und mein Name ist Claude Josette Delache. I don't got the other one. Yeah, come on, wow. man. All come, right, I, come on, come on, keep on going, keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. Rich, come on. <laughs> I, the, I, I don't know, there's too many umlauts in that. I, I just. I'd say, I okay. Uh, okay, basically saying that he saw the profile. Um, He's. He, he his name he is from France or from or his family is from France and he's gonna die because he has some incurable throat cancer. Oh. And he has fifty thousand euros that he wants to donate to someone who he trusts to handle it honestly. 
He owns an import company that uh, specializes in cars. Um, and I guess it's her. So he's not a Nigerian. It's, it's so her. Because her, her husband died so, in a car accident, and they don't have any kids. Just, just so you know, that's five hundred thousand euro. Five hundred thousand. Can I buy yes. dinner with that? Is that enough for dinner? Oh yeah, that's, it is actually yeah. Is um, in Germany, Germany uh, or um, Deutschland or Nigeria, he must he must be he must be a Nigerian prince. But in in Germany, uh, instead of uh, a comma for thousands. Oh right, million, right. You're right. They use dots. And yeah. The comma is the decimal. Yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but you're right. here's the interesting thing. I don't think that. It's a German native speaker because part of it, it he says that, you know, because there was no disease in my time, so there was no parking. Parking? Yes. Damn. So I have no idea what the hell that's supposed to mean. In, in Europe, parking is pretty hard because the streets are narrow. <laughs> They they uh, they don't uh, it it's bad German, <laughs> so they don't know anyone. Is there any other kind of German, John? No, they don't know anyone. They actually, she says that she does not want to know anyone. No, <laughs> um, anymore. Um, and if we want the in inheritance, that we can contact Ooh. her on what what app. So, so it's, I, it they kind of screwed up the German a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So I think it was. Uh, you think it was Google Translate? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, unless they just voice to text and their kids were talking in the background. Unless they don't. Unless they. I have no idea what the parking thing is supposed to be. <laughs> I I think they meant that they don't have any place to. Um like put, give the money to or whatever oh okay to park the money all right yeah like in an offshore account yeah but they use like parking like mm -hmm. for like parking like a car yes and if we want it all we got to do is call and ask for it which we should do yes I see that uh, Christine there has uh, jumped in, uh, sidetracking the conversation here, and says, uh, asking if if I run Spartan races. Um, she recognizes the jacket in my profile. Yes, that I have ran um, a trifecta in 2016. Uh, so a trifecta is running the uh, the three different races, which is four uh, four to six miles. Uh, eight to 10 miles and then 12 plus miles uh, through obstacles and everything. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I did do that in 2016. Uh, and if you guys are on the fence about doing it, I think you guys would have a lot of fun. Um, even if you walk the entire thing, it's a lot of fun to do. So. I don't know. I don't want to run to the mailbox. Actually. I, <laughs> I, I hate to say it. I, I've got so much lower back pain. And if I lift this arm higher than this, I'm like, I I've so like cut down my workout be, because of what pain literally at Iraq veteran, I reached behind like that to grab something. And then it was a bag of chips in the car and I was crying. Joe, Joe who's in the chat was in the car with me. I was literally freaking crying because I like both my shoulders are fucked. So <clears throat> let me ask you this question. Ammo. Let's get on to ammo. Yeah, let's talk about ammo. Ammo's good for your pew pews, right? Are you talking about like the uh, this is all I can afford? The Lake City stuff. Yeah. So this is a little bit late coming. We've seen a lot of things going on in the last two weeks about what's going on with Lake City, what's going on with the sale of Vista Group, and a lot of people concerned about supplies on the on the shelves and so on and so forth. And let me tell you, um, I'm very concerned about the sourcing of all of this information. Um, one of my dearest best friends in the whole wide world works at Lake City. 
and I have pinged him every other day since the video broke on guns and gadgets. Now, I love Jared. I, I think that he's doing a bang up job, but unfortunately, I think that he relied too heavily on information coming from uh, X or Twitter uh, because the information that we are seeing is a screenshot of an email that that's saying, hey, my my order was canceled. And because of that, they're withholding orders from uh, distributors and so on and so forth. But talking with my best friend who works at Lake City and is not just a guy down on the floor with the machines. He's actually uh, behind kind of uh, a little bit higher up than what um, a floor person would be. He he is stating that, no, we, we don't we don't we don't know anything about orders being canceled. We are shoveling stuff out the door as fast as we possibly can. Um, our commercial market is about 20% of what they normally do within, within Lake City. And the money that they make off of the commercial sales is what maintains the machines within the plant. So if they just so in say, other words, they need the commercial sales. Correct. That is 100% correct. Now, I sent him the screenshot of the um, of the email, and he's like, yeah, man, th this doesn't tell me anything. This could have been, like, Photoshopped. You know, it, this is also not saying that you can't buy ammo. It's just that the contract that you were under is no longer valid, so you're going to have to purchase it a different in a different manner is my understanding of how it goes. So I, I don't think that there is any validity to the fact that Lake City is just not going to sell any more commercial. That's just that's just not their thing. Nor can the DOD come in and say, uh, you can't do that. Because if that's the case, then that means that Winchester then has to renegotiate the contract with the federal government, which takes mm -hmm. months to do. Right? Yeah, I thought when to... I thought Winchester, or the federal government, said you can't uh, do commercial sales, but they have to purchase it themselves. I can't speak on that part because that, that, that part the, I, I did some research into it, and uh, that's what I was told. So for the newest, the newest thing is yeah, for this. They can guarantee. They can. They have to guarantee if they decide, hey, you, the twenty percent that you're selling to commercial, they have to guarantee the uh, the the price. So it wouldn't be under a new contract because they can go in there and, but the government mm, can okay. buy it themselves. Because the twenty okay. the twenty percent is like a stopgap in case something, uh, you know. Goes off. That that very well could be. Um, it, it could be an, uh, used in a number of different aspects, but just from the information that I've seen, what what my my partner, my guy, my friend, whatever you want to say, is saying is the reason for this situation and why these these um, civ not civilian but commercial. Um, mm -hmm. um, programs is what I'm trying to get out. These commercial programs that they once had that have now been canceled, that may be because they are going through an inventory. Uh, we're, we're just past the fiscal year. They need to figure out what they, what they have in their warehouses. Um, we're getting into the latter part of the year with Black Friday and sales and everything else. It's a big time for the gun industry to make a lot of money. Um, so doing inventory right now to prepare for the buying season for the holidays makes, makes sense to me as well. Um, that right. doesn't mean so that that's true. Jared did a video that says our, the ammo employee comes forward, companies withholding stockpiles. That is for the, that is for Remington and the Vista group stuff and that even makes me a little skeptical as well because here's the reason mm -hmm. why they're saying that they're going to withhold ammo until next year and next year then they're able to 
mark up the prices a little bit. Um, number one, they can't do that. That's fraud, right? That is. Um, yeah, only and, De Beers could do stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, right. Number two is if they're going to do that to make more money next year by hiking up the prices and withholding this so there's a demand, more of a demand, um, that's not going to work out so well because all of the inventory that they have right now, they're going to have to pay taxes on at the end of the year. So the money that they would make for all of that inventory that they have right now that they're withholding is going to end up being a wash. So strategically, it makes no sense for them to withhold it. If they have it, then they should release it. Now, that's not necessarily... I I didn't watch the video, but I remember seeing the title come across. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, he says that he has a verified source within uh, Vista Group's ammunition plants, so Remington and so on and so forth, that has seen trailer truck full of ammunition that is just sitting waiting to to be picked up and moved and they've been sitting there for quite some time um who knows what that could be i mean transportation i used to work in logistics uh and transportation since covid has been horrendous trying to trying to get a trucker to come in and pick up anything right now is virtually impossible um, without already set up uh, routes or um, already set up uh, contracts with carriers and stuff like that. Uh, My day job, we have those. So we know every single day we're going to have these mini trucks come in and pick up and move out. Mm -hmm. So we have that already set. But when it comes to um, other companies, I don't know what what their logistics situation is like so i am very skeptical about the reasons why we're starting to see a diminished supply at the stores i think that it could be a lot of other reasons well are we really so, seeing a diminished supply at stores or just people buying it at a higher rate right now because because they think, think that it is because one of the things i noticed is a lot of people say like uh, you know, like nine millimeter is not available anywhere. And I really haven't had an issue getting a lot of the stuff. No, not me either. I've, I've been able to get all the nine millimeter that I want, but I will say my local uh, big box store, Academy Sports, last week, their entire shelf was empty of two, two, three, five, five, six, with the exception of um, kind of the specialty rounds like the varmint, um 40 grain 223 or the or the deer season x or whatever it is um some of those were kind of sprinkled on the shelf but like standard m193 or m855 or uh just just regular brass 223 all of that was gone now today i went back and there are there is some stock there on the shelf for just standard two two three five five six but uh i have i have noticed a dip and i think it has to do with you know a couple of different things number one is people saw all of this stuff on youtube about you know no more no more rifle ammunition my local uh gun shop american cash exchange love those guys uh i was in there talking with them and sure as sure enough dude comes walking in the door and he's like hey do you guys have a box of uh uh 223 or 556 i'd like to buy a case and they're like yeah we have one one case left and they're like okay i'll buy it right now i just i want to make sure that i have it before uh everything goes crazy i hear things are going crazy so we we do see locally here in kansas we do see a a bit of a rush on on buying this stuff and i think a lot of that has to do with um people on twitter instagram facebook uh youtube doing videos saying well if you don't have it you better go buy some extra you know um don't don't panic buy but if you're at the store you might buy a little bit more and i'm like come on guys yeah i i think a little scare kind of lightened the inventory on the shelves, but basically online, I, I haven't been tracking, you know, median nine millimeter pricing or anything like that, but um, I, I haven't bought in a while. I, and all right, so I'll admit to it. I'm, I'm, you know, a dirty civilian. I picked up 
you know, a thousand of nine, a thousand of ten, a thousand of forty-five, and some thousand of eight fifty-five, five hundred of five seven recently. Just because I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I, I need ammo. I've been shooting. I have been buying, and I used to buy, you know, like a thousand rounds of nine mil a month when, when I was like actively, you know, pre-pandemic and all that bit. You know, I, I'd be actively out there shooting. I ordered all my ammo before the ammo, <laughs> like the day, like before that, that's the screenshot hit and everything. I bought everything that morning, not knowing that everything was going right, to happen. I, I kind of did the same thing. But I was just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I mean, the biggest thing that uh, I get really irritated about is what what we see right now and what we saw in 2020. All these people running out and buying up all the ammunition that they can, you know, just to make sure that they have it. Look, man, y'all should have this already. Well, I I do. (laughs) You know, and, and you guys, obviously you guys do. I get that. But, you know, this is something that I harp uh, to people all the time. If you don't have it now, you are already way behind the power curve. You should be replenishing the couple hundred rounds that you just went and shot at the range to practice with your firearm. Because we know that most people are only going to the range, not us, right? Probably not a lot of people in the chat, but the average person... Right. I can and I can I can tell you because my girlfriend this year, she's been to the range twice and she's probably shot 200 rounds. And that's partly my fault. It's partly her fault for not, you know, interjecting herself in my range trips. But um, let me tell you, I, I just I just really feel adamant that if you don't have your stocks now, then stop screwing over everybody else. Um that just really bugs the heck out of me. Now, if you're just getting into firearms, that's a completely different story. But the the people who, you know, have their AR-15 or AK-47 and and they've got their, you know, $4,000 worth of night vision and, and all of this stuff. And then they turn around and look and they're like, oh, I don't have any ammo. I better go out and buy, you know, 2,000 rounds because now there's a shortage and I need to get mine. I'm like, come on, guy. You know, that's what really irritates me yeah. i don't know if i'm just talking in circles but <laughs> no no i try to keep a few thousand rounds of each caliber i shoot yeah so and that's actually a good question uh is what is the right amount of ammo to have you know uh i had someone dm me that question on instagram and i said my opinion this is just my opinion you should have a thousand rounds of whatever rifle you choose whether it be an ar or an ak or or a bullpup or whatever it is, whatever caliber that you're going to be shooting, you should have a thousand rounds of that. You should have a thousand rounds of whatever fire or pistol that you're going to be shooting. And you should have um, at least 500 shells of shotgun. If you have a shotgun, if, if you got those three types of ammunition, those are the quantities that should be the bare minimum that you have. And once you have that, then you maybe want to plus up a little bit more for the times you go to the range. So you're not dipping into your supply or um, you replenish each time you go to the range. One of those two. That's that's my opinion. Well, what I do is I keep up like a couple thousand rounds of each. And that is that is like I treat that as zero. So mm-hmm. if I get down to that. I'm at zero. <laughs> so, That's good. That's good yep. so like, yeah, I, I have like my end of the world ammo. So it's like, I got the spam cans of steel case that I'm not going to break into, you know, that's, and, and like you said, that that's kind of my zero mm-hmm. that would, yeah, I personally, it, because I have so many calibers, I don't think I can move now, but I don't have it marked on my board here, but Personally, I believe in having like a thousand of each caliber, but I have so many different cal- having five seven. I, all right, I, I have less than a thousand rounds of five seven kicking around. Um, but common calibers like nine mil, forty five, five five six. Yeah, I got a lot. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And you know, going back to the to the ammo shortage. Um, dust up uh i'm just remembering that um the screenshot that i had of that email um 
it did not have any to or from addresses within that screenshot. Now I'm sure that someone's like, oh, I got to protect my email address so I don't get spammed. You can redact that, but it doesn't show who that email is actually from. So I, I will say that other people did get a very similar email. That, that, I mean, I, but I mean, like I said, I don't know what the situation is, or maybe it might be, you know, like that contract descended and they were on the same contract. Mm-hmm. But yeah, see, it, so I work at my day job. I used to be in logistics. I'm now in pricing. My job is to maintain or create pricing for the products that my company makes. And we have certain programs that we offer to our dealers. So I work for a manufacturer and then down one step below us is our dealers. So think Ford auto plant versus Ford car dealer down the road from where you guys live, right? We offer certain programs to these dealers that say, hey, we're already going to give you a 10% uh, or 28% um, discount on the item that we're going to sell to you. So you can mark it up a little bit and make some money too. But if you buy a certain number of these items, then we'll give you an additional 10% discount on top of that. That is called a focused program. That focused program is only in effect for a certain period of time. So if this was a situation where they were providing an additional discount to um, distributors or something to, um, you know, get them to buy more of a certain stock of ammo. That very well could have been the case as well. They canceled the program saying, you know, we're just not making any money. I don't know if you've seen it on your guys' side, but from my understanding, this year has been extremely flat or maybe even below expectation as far as sales goes. It's been below. So it's been below. It I know that. Yeah. I know. I've seen the statistics, internal statistics from a bunch of different companies. It's it's Good. it definitely has been below. Yeah. So that's why I'm not I'm not here to say don't believe, don't believe the hype. I'm not trying to do the. Uh, um, uh, Flavor Flav act right here, but uh, if you guys know Public Enemy, <laughs> it's a dated reference. But, yeah, uh, boy. <laughs> exactly right. But what I am saying is, be extremely skeptical right now. Um, my my take on it has been that this is a psyop to get people to buy stuff because it has been such a flat or below uh, expectation year. That's my that's my conspiracy tinfoil hat idea right it <laughs> could be it could be man who knows i i just don't think we know enough that's 100 percent. and, and i enough. and i don't know if we're going to get the information mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 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 will be able to say for sure mm-hmm. so yeah. i mean I, I i just don't know um and anyone that says that they do not, I mean, I can, I can speculate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so can everyone else, but it, but you know, speculation is one thing you say, Hey, I'm speculating, but I don't think people just say, Hey, this is, this is 100% the reason why. Yeah, exactly. And, and even with my, with my source, the person that, you know, it says, Hey, I'm, I'm in the factory. What they're saying is not fitting what I'm seeing. We have no internal communications about us canceling any type of commercial, uh, sales or anything like that. Um, we have, we've actually discussed this in our team meetings and the information that has been put out in our team meetings has been, we don't know where this is coming from, you know, but even still, he may not even be at, a level within the company to be able to legitimately say anything, right? I don't see any press statement from Winchester. We don't see any statements from the DOD on, you know, hey, this is the policy that we're going to do. There's no information to put out there. So for us to just to say automatically, oh, they're doing it to withhold ammo because of whatever conflict going on around the world, just I'm not buying it. So, yeah. Yeah, um, so that brings me to my next question for you. I want to get your reading on this. 
I've seen stuff where people put out certain things. I'm not going to name anyone specifically, but uh, there's a couple people that put out certain things that are either just 100% wrong or 100% exaggerated. Mm-hmm. What is your opinion on uh, on those people? Do you think they're doing it for clicks? Do you think they're doing it for, you know, just that just misinformed? Do you think? I think I think that there is such a desire to be first to talk about something. Um, yeah, they're not going like, to beat me. Just yeah, exactly right. Like. <laughs> I bet I bet no one in the chat room or very few people in the chat room know that the United States government has just banned all exports of firearms. First oh, time in yeah, history. We yeah, we know. I, I did videos on it. I, I did a video. Okay. I dropped a video at midnight the night it happened, and I have an article okay. over MLN.com about it. All right, you, good plug there. Yeah. Also, uh, do you know in the same thing that the Department of Commerce is reevaluating their relationship with SHOT Show? Really? Yeah. Mm. That got lost in the it, mixture there. It's funny. It's like, yeah, a neighbor called me up yesterday and told me about that. I'm like, what? Hmm. So w- w- what would that mean for SHOT Show? Uh, Department of Congress does a lot of different things with, with SHOT Show, especially with uh, people coming in from out of the country to attend SHOT Show or to exhibit at SHOT Show. So it's a big okay. global event. So it, it would cut yeah, down on manufacturers yeah. on people coming in from out of the country, manufacturers from coming in from out of the country to display mm-hmm. there, or people from other countries coming to. Uh, so is does there. Department of Commerce get people visas to come in the country? Yeah, for a shot show? Is it, that what it, is? it used to be State Department, but now it's basically handled by Department of Commerce. They also okay. they also help out a lot with the uh, different. Um, like promotion to different uh, places and stuff like that about SHOT Show. Hmm. So in That's other words, COVID didn't kill SHOT Show, so the Department of Commerce will? It, yeah, the, government, the government's going to kill everything. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Department <laughs> of Congress has been involved in SHOT Show for decades. Yeah. That's um, interesting. I didn't know that. But, uh, but back to your question, I think, you know, we are in such a... Um, we have we have adapted our brains as human beings over the last I would say probably two, two decades to twenty five years for a twenty four hour news cycle, so everybody's trying to get in front of the next person on trying to get the next big thing out there. So they may be they may be trying to um, they may be trying to. Oh, I don't know. One up somebody. They they may just have di- different or bad intel. It happens all the time. We see it with mainstream media. They put out bad information all the time. Like I don't know a certain somebody who you know just so happened to um, you know mm, themselves, and it turns out that there was two in the head, and then they had to change that information. You know, so yeah, it's it's a mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I'm 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 dream, being very as, as a cryptic. YouTuber, you're very good at not talking about conspiracies. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> Had a lot of practice, um, but at the end of the day, I, the people that I know, the people that I go to 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 listen to, I don't think that they intend to do that. I don't think that there is any um, need for them to do that because those individuals have a pretty big following for there's no reason to do that. Now, people at my size, you know, um, I just surpassed 40,000 subscribers. And Congratulations. Thanks everybody. Yeah. Thanks for everybody's uh, journey along the way here. But uh, um, man, if someone like myself would, was coming out and just, just regurgitating everything, every conspiracy theory that I heard, then yeah, I would, I would say that that is, that is, purely for clickbait that is purely for getting into the algorithm to get their channel out there more to get more ad revenue and stuff like that that's all that is it's just a game at that point but individuals and i'm going to name names here right so i'm going to name names that i personally trust so jared with guns and gadgets uh mike with mr guns and gear 
um, the Arm Scholar, um, the VSO channel, Curtis. Uh, those are just off the top of my head. Those are the first four people that I would run to or send people to when it comes to getting good information, you know, so. Yeah, one of the interesting things that you mentioned, Jared, from Guns and Gadgets. Um, one thing I do like about him is if uh, he, if he gets something wrong, he corrects it. Yes, 100%. Yes, that's why that's why I'm not as harsh on him as I would be, say, um, I'm not going to say anybody else's name, but... Uh, oh, that's um, when we get into the fun part. <laughs> oh, no. I... Okay, I'm going to say this. We'll mute have, it. You could just <laughs> No, I'm going to say I'm going to say this. I have had a very I have I have I used to listen and watch this individual's um videos religiously and then all of a sudden I started to notice a trend and I started to notice how things were starting to <laughs> Thank you, uh, evolve. And um the uh, the Yankee Marshall is one dude that just just rubs me. Wrong dude, he gets every everything time. wrong. He he gets everything wrong, and he doesn't yeah. like. He did a and video. He, own it. he he, he did a king of clickbait. He did hey, a video I'll, where, I'll where. I'll tell you what. Uh, let me let me just say this. He did a video because it's a friend of mine, and he was talking about how Eric Pratt flies around on private jets, <laughs> which is absolutely bonkers. Because Eric Pratt went down to Florida. And uh, he was looking at a coach ticket, and he's like, wow, this is kind of expensive. Then he did the math and said, if I drive my minivan down to Florida, it would be cheaper. So he drove his minivan down to Florida. And GOA, I can tell you, we don't spend money like he was claiming. Ask Rich. Rich would yeah. tell you. Yeah, I, I mean, what, what was it? It was one of the Iraq veterans. I'm like, oh, Crump, you, you got a, you know, Joe paid for your room. I'm like, you got a spare bed? He's like, no. Uh, he we're was bunked it? up. Jordan was in it. Yeah. We, we had like multiple people GOA in a room. Guy. It's like they put two two GOA guys to a room. I was like, well, oh, okay. Yeah. So, it, you know, it's just, it's unfortunate. And, you know, look, he, he's he's been around a lot longer than I have. And, you know, I kind of, looked up to him as a very, very young YouTuber. But the moment that he started making accusations about other YouTubers and, and that's and all the clickbait. I, you know, exactly. that, that's what Yankee Marshall, I, all right. So my, I, I actually had a personal beef with Yankee Marshall and um, it, it was the subject of one of his videos or so. So I think Yankee Marshall is a tremendous asshole. But when it comes down to being a good guy, he does do the right thing. So no, no. It, it's like Babyface P had an... I, I know there's multiple multiple instances of this. Like Babyface P had a dog that, you know, needed surgery and he was doing a GoFundMe. You know, Yankee Marshall pimped it. So I, I think where he can be like a tremendous jerk, I, I think he does do the right thing. My question, and, and, and no accusation here or anything, but my question first would be, did Yankee Marshall make a contribution to it? I don't know. I, I'd, I'd ask Patrick. Maybe he would know. If, if, if he did, cool, mm -hmm. right? That's great. You know, hey, I don't know if you guys know this or not, uh, but the, the, the skinny mustache dude over in Germany in the 1930s, he built this thing called the Autobahn, which ended up being the predecessor to the interstate system here in the and United Volkswagen. States. Yeah. And uh, that's, a, that's been a great accomplishment, not only for Germany, but also the United States as well. But that doesn't make that guy a, a good dude, right? Um, yeah. So if, if the Yankee Marshall... If Yankee Marshall did contribute to that, I say abs that is that is yeah. outstanding. Leading by example, that's great. But if he just pimped out someone else's um, uh, GoFundMe, you know, hey, yeah. that's cool. That's cool too. But hey, why don't you lead by example? That's that's just a, that's something I pulled from the military. That's what I tried mm -hmm. to do. Mm -hmm. And you know, I don't know. Yeah, so, I, I have nothing personally against them. Just some when you make an accusation like that, that's totally baseless. It kind of rubs yeah. me the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. I, I think a lot of what he's done is for entertainment and clickbait. You know, yeah. that, and if if that's the path you're going, not my path, not. 
I don't know. I, you know, I think what you say has merit. I, I, uh, I agree with you. Um, I don't know. You know, I've bumped, I've bumped into him at uh, Shot Show. I haven't talked to him, but um, I just, I, I stay away. You know, um, I'm, I'm afraid that, um, I'm afraid that if I get too close, I'll get something I don't want to, uh, something I can't get rid of. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, um, can, can I say something real quick to some people in the chat that I see? 100%. Uh, sure. Uh, sure. I, I want to say, hey, Gizzard Gary, I see you in there. Made in Kansas. Love you. Uh, <laughs> Ghost Tactical's in there, man. Uh, oh, Ghost? Uh, I didn't see Ghost. Yeah, yeah Ghost. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Ghost is in there. I love him as well. There he is. And then I also saw that someone said that they were sitting in a tree stand uh, listening to this. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, my neighbor. I, Oh, outstanding. I was in a tree stand last night and got a shot on a doe at 30 yards um, at, I think, four minutes to end of shooting light. And um, I missed him. Missed her, rather. It was it was a doe. Uh, I think she ducked under my arrow. Uh, I had it was pretty dark. I was trying to squeeze one in before shooting light was over but uh so good luck to you out in the stand uh hope you get something because i don't know about where you're hunting right now he it said is... he's in south carolina i think oh okay so i can tell you right now in kansas this is the primo time to be in a in a deer stand i had planned on being in a deer stand tonight but i gave that up to be on this show with you guys so oh, cool. um yeah i i was i was in the sand like i said last night saw a lot of activity so um i'm just really excited about hunting right now <laughs> i bet i bet yeah he says south carolina yeah he, okay. he's it's funny there's two guys i've met because we we all followed hank strange and uh two of the guys are local in in my town here one, one is boom outdoors the other is uh chris illog and uh yeah like boom outdoors actually lives like a couple of blocks away from me. I, I want to do a shout out to uh, Ghost Tactical. Uh, if you are a Patreon of Ghost Tactical, he is shutting down his Patreon and moving everything to YouTube. So if you're a Patreon of Ghost Tactical, you might want to consider going over to YouTube and becoming a member of his channel. I'm going to do that uh, probably tonight really? or tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know people were going that way. I thought everybody was going the other way. I actually did that last year. I said goodbye to Patreon. Uh, I would say probably last summer. Uh, I, I was. Just... I don't know the last time I logged into my Patreon, and, and I, I've never even took taken a withdrawal from it. Yeah, I I just felt that I wasn't providing enough extra yeah. content for people. Mm -hmm. Uh, I really felt bad for taking their money, but now I have the opportunity to um, do videos, just real quick, like almost like. Uh, shorts or even just full up videos on my on my phone saying hey look this is what we're looking at you know this is what we're working on here's some stuff from the range you know and just send that over to my so, members yeah and and i hate to say it i've done exclusive member content on my youtube channel it doesn't go so well i don't i don't get so much traction yeah i, I mean i can tell you that i have two members um and i know both of them personally so i appreciate them uh, but i just it's there so if they if, mm -hmm. if people want to jump on board it, like community great. posts seem to get more traction than members only content and i hate mm -hmm. saying members only that way but meaning content for members right not only fans uh, what uh, what <laughs> yes <laughs> but it's only fans yeah so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I get it. Uh, but, but also, so Crump and I and Dark do a 10 p.m. tonight, 10 p.m. on Mondays. We do a podcast called Uncensored because just like you started talking about, there's crap we can't say on YouTube that will get us a one-week vacation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know about you guys. I, well. My, my content's a little bit, uh, probably a little bit different than your guys's. I got, I ended up uh, over the last two weeks, I've ended up with two copyright strikes for uh, copyright free music that I've been using in my uh, videos. All right. I've, so that, that's, that's a tough river to navigate. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That that's actually happened uh, uh, to 
to me. We had this copyright free music, and I finally and I I would fight it, and I and I won it, and then okay, so I won that, and then another freaking company with the same as that contact information copyright claimed it again. So, so I've I've actually downloaded copyright free music from YouTube, and then have had issues with it. Yeah. 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 So this is this is stuff that uh, you go to the artist's actual YouTube page and it says in the title of the video from the artist copyright free. Right. And I've I've disputed it and they're like, nope, they still say they have a claim. So then I forward them the link and then the first one just so happened just to disappear. And the, the second one is still hanging out there. It should be should be off like in the next day or two but well copyright claims are the least of of your burden because you're you do a revenue split with them and, and i'm looking at your your view count your view counts are good so you, you got to be doing decent on your you know monthly earnings uh so yeah if, if you start getting copyright strikes that's going to cut into your earnings For yeah me, it doesn't i mean matter. what one of the one of the videos wasn't wasn't even making any money because it was limited. So oh. it was a jokes on them. Right, <laughs> so, right. But the second one was uh, fully monetized. And like I said, it's going to, I, I should win it because it's the exact same. It's the exact same claim. It's the exact same music from the same people. And so actually I'm going to see if I can see if it's still up and going, but, uh, but yeah, anyway, that's, yeah, that, that happened. It's it's, a, it's annoying that YouTube's copyright system is totally broken. Everything with YouTube's broken. <laughs> I went to I would, one of them. I went to the actual artist. And I was like, "Do you know who these guys are?" And, and he was like, "I have no idea." So the company that is uh, supposedly representing the artist that is putting the claim against me, they go around and find all of these artists and. Uh, that, that don't have any type of representation. And then they try to pull the monetization mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to that artist from people mm -hmm. that have used their music. With them getting a cut. Exactly. Well, that's great. Then you need to take copyright free out of the title of the videos that you guys ah. are putting out. Well, well, so the... I, I've had copyright issues where uh, it's copyrighted, not in the US, but other countries. And, and it's like, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'm like, so the, okay, the copyright. Whatever. I, I'm ready to hire some high school kids to just get on a synth and make me some music. Well, well, the guy, That's... the the guy that I I, I went to, um, he said, uh, he said that he heard he's been hearing a lot of people that this company and he's actually reached out to YouTube themselves and said, hey, this guy's no relation to me. We have no idea why they're copying. It was like Ben Sounds oh. is his name. So, uh, oh, uh, I mean, so what a scam, right? You could just say, yeah. no, no, I represent them. Give me money. Yeah. Well, yeah. basically that's what happened to him. So he was just like, he's like, I'm sorry. He's like, I've, I've been to YouTube and I've told them that they have that's no, why. they have no relation to me. That's why I like using Carl Casey. Uh, he, he does uh white bat, uh, music is his uh, handle on YouTube, and his is 100% copyright free. He he listed everything in there, and I go directly to him to pull the music that uh, I use, and it's all 80 synth. So you know, I, I'm I'm using that music for okay. my podcast, and now. yeah, using using it for a lot of my videos, especially my AK videos that have been really popular. I always use it, and I've picked him up from um from uh clayco 47 so thanks to thanks to clay i know he's not watching but that's okay <laughs> yeah my my daughter played flute she, my daughter went to magnet school for, for the performing arts I, i'm ready to just like hire them and have them make me music nice the whole music thing so hank strange actually had the he was shooting in his backyard you know it's a, a video just of him shooting in his backyard he had somebody copyright claim the sound of the bullet shots. And I've had I've had a claim against it because the the cadence of me shooting was the beat <laughs> to a music. I, I, I kid you not. I'm just like, there's no music. What are you guys talking? About? 
Well, I had somebody copyright claim Chopin. Yeah, that's that's fair use. Yeah, there's no. <laughs> and it was like, and it was it was like from a, uh, it was from a show over in Europe that was like, oh yeah, you know, it was like, uh, it was in where was it? Venice. It was like the Venice Orchestra. So they don't copyright anything. It's it's, it's like state run, and you know, it's they allow anyone to use their stuff. Yep. And it's like. And they're like, well, this is named this, and it's by this guy. And it's like, no, it's by Chopin, you idiot. <laughs> no, but I, I guess that's a scam. I mean, instead of being a Nigerian prince, you just make copyright claims on everything and, and get the revenue and then close the there company a week later. Then you can then you can give the 500,000 euros to some lucky person out there. Exactly. Exactly. With with uh, the broken German. Uh, Trump, are, are you... Are you copyright claiming Dark's content all the time? Maybe. <laughs> no, I, I think I think what happens is when we go live on his channel, um, I the music that we use at the intro yes. is licensed. Yes. So. So yeah, a lot of times when when we do stuff, Crump and I stream on both of our channels simultaneously, and so Crump will buy me a license also. Just so I'm covered, but I guess yeah. if it goes on Dark's channel, Dark gets left down the corner. Yeah, all our music that is licensed, I buy it for me and Rich. Um, so sorry, Dark. All so right. are are you going to be going to Shot Show? Absolutely. Yep. I already signed oh, up. Cool. Got uh, my invitation to Industry Day. Um, hoping this week I can get my Airbnb. Uh, oh finalized. yeah, I got to pay for my room still. Yeah, and then uh, obviously get the airline ticket. I will not be flying with Spirit. I will never fly with them ever again. Um, American might actually even be up in the air too because I flew with them last year and they lost my bag. Oh, shoot. Yeah, so I flew from Kansas City to uh, LAX and mm-hmm. then from LAX to Vegas. And Ouch. apparently... Um, one of two things that happened either they didn't transfer my luggage to the new plane or they were, they needed me to go out security, pick up my luggage and then recheck it, I think is what they were wanting me to do. But yeah, I was like, why would I do that? I was, it's a connecting flight. Right. In Japan, they do that. If you ever fly through Japan, they make you take all your bags and you have to go out of security and come back in. Yep. Um, I flew through Japan uh, just before 4th of July on my trip out to Singapore, which was a very interesting trip. But um, so I will say, though, they did have my luggage to me within 24 hours, less than 24 hours, which is nice. But um, number one, I had no hygiene products because everything was in my Oh, yeah, I always carry that stuff in my carry-on. Yep, that was a mistake you know? I learned well, from that right. one. So if you do lose your bag, they'll give you a kit. Mm, so the, if you go to the yeah, if you go to the baggage check, I actually I had that in Vegas. Okay. So uh, my my last trip. So cool thing is they lost my my bag didn't make it onto the next plane, and, and there's a longer story to that, but I'll make it short. I went to baggage claim to, I guess it was Southwest. And I say, Hey, you know, my bag is missing. The flight was delayed. I missed my ride. They gave me a taxi voucher. They gave me, you know, like a little kit with toothpaste, deodorant, you know, travel toothbrush, whatever, you know, a little overnight kit. And because I didn't have my bag delivered, I came back the next day and picked it up. They gave me like an $85 travel voucher. Nice, nice. All right, right, guys. Well, we have been on for over an hour, and I have some stuff to do before we do our next podcast. Yeah, I've actually, um, again, I'm so Midwestern, I didn't feel like saying I I had a hard stop at five, so I'm five minutes late on picking up the kids. So Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, you get going. Tell everyone where they can find you. Hey, uh, you guys can find me on uh, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or X. Um, and then here pretty soon podcasting under live, laugh, LARP. So, um, check that out. Um, by the end of the week or next week, you should be able to see everything, but we're launching on the first November. So nice, nice. appreciate all the support. 
Nice. Thank you. Cool. Thank you so much. You can follow Flying Rich at FlyingRich.com, Flying Rich official underscore official on Instagram, Flying Rich and Flying Rich Firearms. Follow me at John Crump, John Crump, uh, sorry, John Crump News, John Crump Live, and check my Marty and I, MLM. With that, we are out of here. See you guys uh, tomorrow.